Inside the Game, brought to you by Flex Coach and Flex Coach VR. What was the jump like for you from an assistant coach to a head coach in college? What were things, did, did, did Brian say to you, hey, Rob, here's a couple of things you're going to have to remember when you get there. That for, this is what happened to me the first time I was the head coach. Did he give you any advice of that nature? Or was it like, I wish you all the best. Thanks for everything you did for us here at West Point. Yeah. Um, you know, it was, it, it was kind of like drinking from a fire hose, I guess. <laughs> we were, uh, it, it was, uh, again, just trying to, I was trying to keep my head above water. I, I got here kind of late and uh we had lost some players late so our, our team was we were we were kind of in a tough spot and and i i had a little bit of a late start so um you know i i was just trying to kind of figure out everything on the fly and, and it was a really busy difficult first year and i i just you know we were we were scratching and clawing for every point that year. I remember, and then, uh, you know, when the when the season it, we we got into the playoffs, which was great. You know, that that was a good accomplishment for us at the time. And I remember, you know, just losing out and getting on the bus, and I fe I felt like that was the first time I had I had taken a deep breath in in ten months. You know, it was it was a difficult it was a difficult introduction, but. Uh, how is it the hit to inherit a guy's team? You know, you didn't recruit any of these players. Was it tough to come in and kind of institute what you wanted to do and, and put that together and say, Hey guys, the last guy was, you know, he's gone. I'm in charge now. Here's the situation. You know, you didn't recruit any of these kids. So these are all somebody else's kids. Um, was that transition very tough for you? It was. Yeah, it was because, you know, Hamilton had, Hamilton had won the uh, regular season championship in our league that year, the, the year before I got here. So you had a team that, that was successful, you know, so they were doing certain things, things a certain way and having success with that, you know, so, and again, they're grown men, you know, you're, you're dealing with, with men and, you know, to come down and it, it, it doesn't make sense to come in and tear down something that that is working well. Um, so it was, you know, I I really had to to be sensitive to that. I tried to kind of learn, you know, how how were things done here? Uh, how are things done at the school? You know, what's what's the culture of the school? What are the expectations of the athletic department? Um, you know, and I and had to do things the way that I wanted to as well and had to kind of balance all that. And that, yeah, it's, it's very tough. Did you have to hire your own assistants, you had to bring in your own staff or was it people who stayed over from the last group to stay on board with you? Yeah, that was another part of it. So our assistant coach, he, uh, Graham Johnson was here for just a couple of weeks, I think, or maybe a month. Um, and then he left as soon as he left in September, right, right around Labor Day, uh, which is a tough time to lose an, lose an assistant because, uh, you know, that's when recruiting really starts. Mm -hmm. 
for the next year. That's when all the showcases are and everything. But he got a he got an opportunity in the USHL, which was really good for him. So uh, that added to it. Yeah, I had to find an assistant uh, late in the process. Um, we ended up getting uh, Kenny Scuderi was was uh, our assistant that year, who was a really really bright hockey guy. Um, but had never recruited before. So that was all new. And yeah, it was, it, it, it was eat, sleep hockey. Biggest difference between coming from a D one program where you were to a D three program. So from like a, uh, the running of the program or, or the level just of- overall, what's it like the culture? I mean, you know, it's, it's, you know, D3, you're not giving out scholarships or do you give out scholarships? You know, division one, it's it, the, the, you know, the compete level is going to be the same wherever you go. But, you know, in, in the D3 world, there's not as much, there could be pressure, but there might not be as much pressure on you. Um, you know, it, it, there's a lot of alumni that want to see you win, be successful, but academics is probably more stressed at times in the D3 world because of where you are. You know, none of these guys are going to the, the NHL or maybe very few are going to get a sniff. Um, they're here just to play hockey, have a great four years and move on with their lives. Um, kind of what was it like for you to come from D1 down to D3 or, or there really isn't much of a change coming from, from D1 to D3? Yeah, well, it, you know, it depends on where you are. Um, you know, going from like say the big 10 mm-hmm. to d3 that's that's going to be a different solar system you know that's that's a big big change going from an ivy league school maybe to an SCAC school pretty similar yeah um, you know and and i felt like that's that that's kind of where I was like coming f- from army it was really actually great preparation to coach at a school like Hamilton and and people kind of you know uh are shocked a lot of times when I say that but my job was was very similar you know I I was dealing with you know very uh very intelligent academically inclined um student athletes that were um under a ton of stress, you know, and I got here to Hamilton, it's really the same thing, you know, so I, I really felt like that was, was good preparation for me to come here. I think the, the, the biggest difference between division one and division three is that the, you don't, in division three, you don't have access to your athletes out of season. There's no out of season workouts, you know, in, in division one, you have skill sessions preseason, which are permitted. Uh, you can always work with them, uh, strength and conditioning at the beginning of the year. Then you go into your season, and then in the postseason, you have access to them for strength and conditioning, leadership, uh, things like that. So you're always you're you're always able to to build relationships and to build your culture. And when you get to division three, you don't have that. You don't have access to them in the preseason or the postseason. And, and it really gets hard to, to build your culture, to deliver your message, to stay connected to the players. And, and that's the thing that, 
that I've always, that's what I've missed about division one. And, um, you know, that's been a big, uh, are you able to at least talk to the players? Like if you see them on campus or can they come by the office and talk to you about different things, or it's just completely off limits. Can't talk to them about conditioning. Can't talk to them about any of that stuff. No, you can do, you, you can speak with your athletes. Um, you know, I mean, what I, what I try to do is come, you know, pre and post season. I just try to, to, I like, I try to go to the cafeteria, you know, I'll sit in the cafeteria for an hour or two and, you know, try to, to see people as they come in and just stay connected with them, see how they're doing. And, you know, you, you really need to, like you had talked about this earlier, you really need to work with your upperclassmen and um, your, uh, your leaders to build that culture and pass that down and, you know, teach the, the, uh, the underclassmen, this is, this is how we do things here, you know, because while there, you know, nothing is mandatory out of season. Uh, if your team isn't, if they're not training in the off season, you're not going to be a very successful team when you're in season. So that's, it's really on the players to develop that in division three. What is, what's the type of player you're looking for at Hamilton? Like if let's say a young man's coming to you or do, do you seek these gentlemen out or do you, uh, you know, do they come to you? I mean, it's different, you know, division one, they're recruiting all over the place. Everyone's, you know, going after all certain players. Is there a, a type of player, a type of person you look for to come for your program? Is there a, a Rob Haberbush yeah. kind of a guy? Yeah, absolutely. There is. Uh, that's, you know, something that, like I said, I, I think that we've gotten a lot better at. Um, and, and has led to a lot of our success. So we are definitely out recruiting. Um, you know, I, I talked about my recruiting experience back in, back in the eighties, that doesn't exist anymore. You're not going to survive even in division three college hockey. It's, it's incredibly competitive and it's amazing the, the caliber of players that, that we are able to get here. Um, Could some yeah. of these guys have, have made division one? Yeah, we have several players. I, I think we have every year, you know, three to five players that could easily be on Division One rosters in, you know, right place, right time. So you have to work to, to, to get those players to come. So we're, we're definitely out recruiting a lot. It's, it's a lot of time. It's a real coordinated effort. Um, you know, and that, like I said, that, I think that's where we've made a lot of strides is just trying to identify the, the type of the type of people and players that we want. So, and, you know, for us here at Hamilton, we're, we're basically looking for two things. We're looking for character people that compete. Um, and, and if you do those things, then, then we'll look at you. We, we want good citizens that, that will represent our program and the school well. And we're looking for people that, that are going to play hard, that they care. Um, doesn't mean that you run around and you're, you're going to, you know, try to put people in the hospital <laughs> I, you know, like competing me, but you need to care. You need to play hard within your game. Like, you know, Tom Wilson and Nicholas Backstrom, mm -hmm. they both compete. They both compete differently. Right. You know, Wilson is, is very aggressive, very physical. Uh, 
Backstrom is going to work to to get and keep the puck and take hits to make plays. But they both compete really hard, you know. So the, those are the things that that we look for. And then if you do those things, then we're gonna then then we will we will recruit you, you know. And then positionally, we have ways that we would like to play and and we'll look for those things but you know we, we're not going to sacrifice character or competitiveness to play a certain way let's say you recruit a young man to come to the school and he plays a certain position we're not going to go into a position but you need somebody else to do something for you you know maybe he has to play he's coming in he's a goal scorer but you say to him i already have six goal scorers on my first two lines I need you to play the third line or the fourth line to be part of my checking line. How do you have that conversation with a young man and say, to, and say, look, this is where you are right now in my program. You work hard. You might get a shot to move up. Uh, guys will graduate. Guys will move on. But right now, this is where I need you. How do you break that down and, and have that discussion with them? Uh, just very honestly, um, you know, you, that is, that, that's in a lot of ways, the most important part of, of coaching are those conversations, just pulling people into the office and, and being completely honest with them. Like, Hey, here's where you are here. Here's our lineup. This is what we need. Maybe you haven't done this before, but this, this is what our team needs. And just, just laying that out and being very honest about it. Do, you, do they buy in the most of the kids buy into that and say, okay, coach needs me to do this. Or is there a kind of pushback? Cause you said you're dealing with men, you know, most of these freshmen you're not getting are 20 and 21 years old. They're not 18, 19 years old. They've had some experience and they understand a little bit more. I mean, do they get that picture clear at an older age? Yeah. I mean, most of the time they do, um, you know, there can be push pushback. Um, generally younger players are more, are more willing uh, to be flexible. Uh, they understand, you know, that they're moving up a level and, and that everybody gets here and, and that they're, you know, everybody played in the same leagues that you did. They had kind of the similar point totals that you did. They have the same trophies that, that you have back home, but they're one, two, or three years older than you now. They've, they've played at a higher level than you have for a little while. So generally, um, you know, the younger players are, are pretty willing to adapt and that they understand, like, I'm going to do this for a year or two, and then I'm going to get to move into those roles. So that's, it's usually, it's usually pretty easy to, to get that. What's something that an incoming freshman should understand about playing collegiate athletics? What's something that you feel should be emphasized to them when they come in, even if they're 20 years old? I mean, you're coming in to play a collegiate sport. You know, what's something that they may not know or may not understand that they should know before they enter the school? Well, I, you know, athletically, I think, you know, just what I said before, um, you know, it, you know, it, to get to the college level, you have to be a very accomplished athlete. I mean, even here in division three, like you've, you've had to have really done very well. And um, our athletic director kind of did this, this exercise with, with incoming freshmen in our orientation. He has this meeting with them and he says, all right, you know, put up your hand if you were all state, all region, all county, you know, what have you. And, you know, 
pretty Most hands are shooting going. Are, are. Yeah, a whole auditorium's got their hands up. And it's like, okay, that's great. So does everybody else here. You know, <laughs> they're older than you. They've they've been here. They've been practicing at this level a lot longer than you have. They've been with our strength coach. Um, they've played games. They have experience at this level, and it's going to take time for you usually to get to that level. And you know, if everybody's doing their job, it's going to be hard for you to get into the lineup as a freshman. You know, um, you know, like if you expect to take someone's job when you're a freshman, you have to be open to the possibility that, you know, your job is going to be taken when you're a senior by a freshman. Yeah. I freshmen always come in thinking I should be playing. Yes. That's what I'm going at. <laughs> senior says he shouldn't be playing. Freshman playing. <laughs> you know, so I think just that, that, you know, it, it, it's going to take time because you're, you're moving up a level and, and uh, you know, there's some pretty good players ahead of you now. Let's break down for a minute now. Um, what should parents ask uh, coaches about coming to their schools? What's are some of the things parents should be looking for in a program for their kid at the collegiate level? Um, I mean, you know, me personally, if, if I'm a parent, which, which I am, my, I have a young daughter, she's not college age yet, but you know, if my daughter is going to college, maybe she will someday to, to play, uh, athletics, you know, I'm, I'm hoping uh, that the program is, is going to stress academics, um, that, uh, you know, they're, the, um, are the, the athletes going to learn life lessons um, and that, that, that they're going to leave a better player. You know, I, I think I would hope that, you know, I, I, we hope that our, our players are leaving here developed in, in every single area, uh, academically, athletically, socially, professionally, career development, that, that they're making strides in all of those areas. So I, I would think that that's what most parents would want. That was segment three with Rob Haberbush, the head coach of men's ice hockey at Hamilton college here on inside the game brought to you by flex coach and flex coach VR. Stay tuned for segment four inside the game brought to you by flex coach and flex coach VR. 